welcome to this week's episode of Dice and Desire. Um, unfortunately, in this session, we did have some issues with Nate's microphone. So rather than having it gone for weeks and weeks, I thought I'd just get that whole session into one episode so that we can be back to normal audio next week. Um, the audio does start off worse and it gets a little bit better towards the end. So we would appreciate if you did stick with it. But um, we're sorry it's not up to our normal sort of standards. Um, but we hope you enjoy the episode anyway. This episode is brought to you by Tabletop Dominion. If the antics of the circus have given you the desire to roll some dice of your own, head to tabletopdominion.com and use the code DESIRE10. at night we had serious news to tell about the town next to tribal corrupt civic leader missing children she wants to know right now I'm sure or should we let her rest until the morning I don't want to wait for the morning to tell her she wants to know right now, so we must see. I don't want to wait for the morning to tell her, so we'll rap against her window so gently. The vile misdeeds in Yata, the retro must be told. How now will she act? How will this unfold? Some jobs are sought they do require Some need politics in dice and desire Sat talking to uh, a, a human it, with his back to you, you see a gnome. Um, can you roll, roll me your perception? Uh, 18. 7. 10. 10. 19. Quinch is the first to, to recognise that it's it's Geordie. And he's by no means is that stereotypical thing where he's like having a big laugh and like clashing mugs against each other and slapping his not like it's, it's none of that sort of stuff. Um but you can tell he's he's having a you know a, a fun conversation. You can tell he's sort of just chatting away to stuff. Um what do you do, Quinch? Um does Geordie have hair? He does, yes. Guys, that's definitely Geordie. I can tell by his quiff. Uh, and with that, instantly, almost as if Dweezil's inspired him for his temporary hit points, um, just straight up, pick him up by the scruff of his neck, don't even turn him around to, to look at me, I just spin full body, point him at Dweezil and go, got him! Dab off, have you got that necklace? Which necklace? The JD one from the caves. Yes, I have. Do you want me to? Do you want it? Can you, can you get it out, please, mate? What about the necklace? Yay! <laughs> that's that's, that's. <laughs> Yeah, I just hold it up with the what about the, the JD necklace? facing him. <laughs> uh, so, so as so, I assume this is sort of. Are you doing this after Krill's picked him up? Yeah, probably simultaneously. As Krill goes to pick okay. him up, I'm saying that to Davoff. 
So as I... as he turns round, he's probably going to clock that we're stood there and Davos holding up this JD necklace. Um. So. So yeah, so as as you pick up, so let's let's do these all at the same time then. So Krill, you've 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 sort of grabbed. I'm 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 not going to make you contest this because he was surprised and stuff. You've grabbed him, um, and you've you've lifted him up, and you just yeah, he's wriggling away like trying to get away from you. And what do you do? What, what, uh, uh, ooh, let's see if I can do the accent. Hang on a second. Hello. Right, right then. What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing there? Get off of me! Get off of me! And it, as you spin him round, uh, Dabov and well, Dabov holds up the the um, necklace. Although realistically, he's probably a f- couple of foot higher than where you are. So, like, are you handing it up? Like, what are you? Because he, he's not going to be high to I can lower him down a bit. I'm not going to just. I'm not going to be like <laughs> jump, mate. Jump, go on, jump. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, you said you lifted him up. I mean, what, you're lifting him up and then putting him back down on his feet? Like, like, like a fairground ride. Right, so you know, like you, pick, you know like you pick a child up? I've got him by like, the scruff of his neck and also holding his feet. Is that you how you pick a child up? definitely don't pick children up like that. <laughs> <laughs> Default crosses. child pickup. Right, crosses Sam um, off child-minding duties. <laughs> cool. Um, what, what are you doing? Get off, get off of me. Um, and then he sort of meet like... He, First thing, he doesn't even see the necklace. First thing, he just sees you guys. He's like, oh, it's, it's you guys? What, 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 are you, what are you doing here? What, what? And, then, and then his eyes are sort of, as he's flitting around, like seeing all of you, he recognises like who you are. And then he's just eyes everywhere, darting from face to face, like still scrambling to, to get away from Krill. Um, and then his eyes rest on Dabov and the necklace. And he goes... Oh my goodness! You, you, you found it. You found you found me, Nicholas. And with those words, I'm going to punch him right in his stupid little face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is a fifteen to hit. Yeah, that hits. Yeah, it does no damage because my unarmed strikes don't do any damage. Um, but <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like I made my point. You know when you have a you know when you're dreaming and you fight and you're like throwing punches in a dream and it just. It just doesn't really collect. Yeah. Like that. What's your What's your strength modifier? Minus one. Minus one. Mine's exactly wow. the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so it's just a shock. It's just a shock punch. Yeah. Yeah. And he. And, um, and I'm going to assist by as he throws his hand. I'm going to move him into. I'm going to like sort of push him into the punch. <laughs> like a I'll high five, a plus... but with Geordie in the middle. I'll allow you a plus one to that. Um, and so he just he then is is his hands. Presumably he's got access to his hands. It's not like you've tied him up or anything like that. He's just they just go. Oh my goodness! Why did you do that? Never mind. Why did I do that? Why have you been consorting with hobgoblins, kidnapping children, and leading innocent children to their death? I believe he actually killed one of the children himself. Good point. Good point, Greg Mill. Good point. Why are you a dirty little child murdering bastard, Jordy? Um, so with this commotion that's going on, you see Urgula, um, she just comes like storming straight over to you guys and she just says, she, she just looks at you, Dweezil, like seeing that you've obviously struck um, uh, Jordy, and she just walks straight up. She says, I'm telling you this. I told you this when you first came to here. I don't like bullies and fights. If you want to take this somewhere, you take it outside. 
How how do you like child murderers? Less or more so than bullies? I like them less so, but I have a reputation to uphold that this house is not a place of fighting. Should we take him round the back then, where no one can see? That to the bike shed! Fine. That's what well, <laughs> We could have fight him or make out with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's take him out round the back and leave him with Quinch. Ergula. Ergula. No so, Ergula. Yes? How are the nuggy sales? Oh... Probably not the time to have this conversation, but doing fairly well, I would. Yes, okay, doing well, okay. We we'll might discuss royalties in future. We're talking about property in the town as well, so you might be seeing more of us. Anyway, um, right, we'll, uh... as, we, as we're walking out, I sort of hold him out of one hand, get my rope, and you know like when you rewind up a yo-yo? I yeah. sort of do that <laughs> and just wrap the rope around him. Okay, so it's worth noting that in this in this sort of commotion that Geordie has sort of gone maybe not limp but he's not resisting you at all he's just I mean his, his hands are at his nose where he's been punched and slightly bloodied um, but he's not resisting you now you know have, have, almost the second he saw the necklace he sort of okay. understood that I wreck on the rope I'm gonna just no 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 you can you can, you can still do it I mean okay. you, you'd probably I would imagine you'd still be a little bit reticent oh, and worried that, yeah. that, that, that he might run away my, my, my concern um, is that when we do throw him into a river He'll be able to swim if he's not tied up. Yeah, absolutely. And and let's let's. I mean, Sam has probably never had any river-based um, murders um, in any games that I've DM'd him. So there you go. He did it. He did exactly that in a one shot that you ran me. Oh, he did. Yes, yeah. that's if right. You, yes, he did murder turn, a teenager. If you turn Geordie into a yo-yo, <laughs> when Quinch does eventually solve the cube of many colours, then, <laughs> then he can start playing with the Geordie yo-yo instead, and, and then it keeps the get the kind of trope going. Just yeah. need to find an NPC with a Tamagotchi next, and I'll have all three. <laughs> I think I trust you with that. Um, so okay, you, you, so you go out, and, and Ergla sort of thank, sort of gives you a bit of a nod of thank you, and, and shuts the door behind you. Um, you you walk your way around the outside of the um, of the North Shield House, and and find a suitable spot. Krill, you've you've now sort of maybe not tied him up, but you've certainly got a, a rope around it around him, making it difficult for him to you know. Uh, escape easily. Are you setting him down? Or are you just still holding him? I still hold him. It, it's, yeah, I still hold him. Okay, so you've obviously asked him a couple of questions, and he's just ignored you. He's not said anything. He's just like he's just nursing his wound somewhat. He's just like hand over his mouth, just like sobbing a little bit. Not not like a full sob, but just like a little forlorn look on his face with a little bit of a tear which you don't know whether that's him emotionally crying or that's from the, the punch to the face oh. um, you see the nods hunter videos when they get caught is it like that uh, yeah exactly like that yeah. I want my mum <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lose my job <laughs> um, <laughs> my holiday <laughs> so are you repeating the question are you repeating the question to him yeah I'm just going to say to him tell us about your dealings with Dekvar tell us about the children. Who's, who's Dekvar? The Hobgoblin. I, I didn't know his name. I didn't. I wasn't involved. Right, I'll tell you I'm what. Take, I'll tell I'm you gonna, what. I'm going to take my hands off me off, off my face. Never mind Dekvar. Tell, tell me about the the Sator child. Well. <laughs> Do I have to? Well, I mean, we, you can either just tell me, or we can do the good cop, bad cop routine. Oh, nice. Are you? Are you the bad cop? No, I'm the bad, bad cop. I'm, I'm the bad cop. 
<laughs> right, that's very clever. That. Um, I, I, I put, do you remember when I punched you in the face? I, I do remember, do remember that. Do, of, do you remember that? Do you remember that it hurt you a little bit? I I do remember that. Use. Right, have a look at Krill. Krill Krill points him at his other hand I, and waves. I was gonna say I I can't. He's, he's sort of behind me. It could be worse. It could be Quinch behind you. <laughs> Which one's Quinch? I uh, unfurl my fan and just lightly wave my face. <laughs> Coquettishly. <laughs> Are you turning into like a southern gentleman? <laughs> I say, I, say, I do, I do declare. declare. I'm implying <laughs> the fate of having me behind you. I, I, I don't want to be punched by anybody, to be honest. Not even him. And he points at Greg. <laughs> no, no, no disrespect, but you probably... Looks like the, the weakest out of the five of you. Bloody hell. Punch him, Greg. Punch him. <laughs> <laughs> punch him. <laughs> um, oh, that is... That's not a good punch. I believe that is a solid six. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so you hit him um, and somehow do even less damage than you sort of just almost you, you basically just push him into Krill. <laughs> um, oh, I, was, oh, I think I was actually correct about that because I'm not particularly happy about it because I now feel like I've pissed you all off. Um, yeah, because that's what's pissed us off, not the child killing. Yeah. <laughs> I you keep saying child killing. I didn't kill any child. Greg had a dream about it. <laughs> um, he looks over and he says, I assume you're Greg. I don't know if we changed names, changed names last time around. Uh, I, I assume we did, but yes, I am Greg. Do I, do I therefore take it to the potion that I gave you? Uh, yes. Then I guess you know pretty much everything that's going on, right? I do, and I know that you're a child killer. Why do you keep calling me a child killer? You killed children. Uh, it's something to do with the fact that you killed a child. Yeah. Uh, and he looks over to Dweezer and says, Face the girl? Is this who you're talking about? Uh, it was a, yeah, it was a well, Sator, wasn't it, Greg? It was a Sator, but I'm not sure if it was a girl or a boy. Was it, was it not a boy? This, this is quite the understanding. I, I think if you, if you could sit him down, I, I, I'm happy to tell you exactly what's been going on. <laughs> Rafi, you just stayed up there and told us what was going on, and then, you know, um, we'd make our minds up the What Krill does is, while still holding him by the collar, he puts his other hand underneath him for him to sit on his hand like a puppet. <laughs> and he's like, I think oh, this is sufficient. This is quite, this is quite um, embarrassing for a little person like me to be held like this, to be honest. But uh, you get in the sense that I've probably got nothing else that I can... You're not going to put me down, I guess. Dabov, do you think this is a culturally sensitive way to hold someone? <laughs> oh, not at all, but, like, whatever. Uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth noting, the Sator girl that you keep referring to, when I came to her, she didn't see the girl anymore. Did you see her? Did you see the body? Well, yes, and she looked very much like a Sator girl to us, uh, or boy, or... yes. I was there, obviously. I... She was, she was, she was dead before I came to live. She, she... 
she just didn't know it yet. She was very much not alive anymore. Do you mean she was a bit like a zombie? Very much so. Like a zombie. I listen, I really would like to be sit set down so I could tell you exactly what's been going on. Well, even if you're not a child killer, you still knew exactly what was going on in that 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 hillside and you did not alert any I of didn't. the authorities or anything like that, so um I did. I did tell the authorities in terms of Greg Snap. I did tell them. I told them in Yata told them about the children going missing. I told them about the hooded figure. I told them about the hobgoblin. I told them you know, nothing about Who did you tell? I told the, I told some guards. They just laughed at me. They told me to just keep going, just keep moving. They just didn't want to hear it. Can I... Why would they want to hear about their town getting cleaned up and their, their, their kids going missing? Can I roll insight on it? I told them. Yeah, go for it. 17. Uh, you believe these turns for what? Um, were we at the back of the bar? Yeah, yeah. Like, is you, you, you pretty much, you pretty much, maybe not hidden, but you're not. Like, is it like an alleyway type situation? Yeah, sort of thing. So yeah. it's just the bar where they've escape, got the... yeah. Sorry, so we could like block his escape. There's no, it's not like an open space that you could run in any direction. Uh, it, well, the alley sort of runs both sides of it, so there's one way that runs out into the street, and then it sort of like goes around the other side of the bar. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I reckon we should like stand either side of him just to block any attempt at escape, if there's only two ways of exiting. Just then set him down, I think. Is uh, is this the bar where they've got the trough of water on the outside? Yeah, that's around the front. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll just, I'm just, Quinch goes inside to go and get a tankard of, a t- an empty tankard, and then with the aim to go and get some water from the front to bring to Geordie. Okay. Uh, Jordy, I've got I've got a question about these guards that you told. Did you happen to catch their names? Was one of them called Ray Raymond Raymondson? No, I don't. I don't know the guards that well enough to ask their names. Uh, I, I mean, I should have. I should have because they they didn't listen to me, and I probably could have reported them or something. But I, I, listen, listen I, I'm as devastated about the children going missing with the yards as any of you lot. Did you know any of the children? We do know. Who do you know? The Widdings girl. <laughs> I believe she's... Well, I, I don't know the Widdings girl from, from Yardell. No, she was from, tri- she was I, from Tribal. Right. I don't, I don't really know the Tribal a lot. Quite as well. I didn't see many on the streets. I... I listen, Geordie's... I'm speaking about myself in the, in the third person, because I think it's more effective. But Geordie's... Geordie's from the gutter. I, I pulled myself up from, from, from virtually nothing as a child, and I made this business that you, you've seen, the potion business, I made it something that, that, that keeps me on the road, it keeps me, it keeps me in clothes, and I identify with those that are still on the street, so I, 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 I see them and I try to help them, so the answer I had a bit of a problem with that, there was plenty of kids on the streets. And I would, I would often when I was when I was in town, I would I would do what I could to help them, and I'd, I'd speak to them, and I'd give them money. And one girl in particular, and he points to Davos. Uh, have you got what? Have you got the? <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you got the um, necklace still out? What are you doing with the necklace? Uh, I put it on. <laughs> you put it on. I'm not going to carry it around, am I? No, but no. That's a, yeah, I mean, those those are the two options you've got: carrying it or wearing it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm assuming you wore it 
the whole time up until the point you took it out. Yeah? Oh yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Yeah, Quinch Quinch arrives um, back at this point with two tankards, um, and he hands hands one to Geordie and starts taking a sip from the other for himself. Who is theoretically still sat in Krill's hand? I think. I think it's yeah, he's still in there. Yeah. Situation so he takes it and he, he sniffs it and says, "Thank you." That's all right. He, and he points back. He points back to Devil, more specifically at the necklace. He goes, "That that necklace, something I got from me, was it?" He gave it to me, and I. There's a young girl in in, in the after who was particularly found it particularly difficult to trust me. A girl by the name of Santan. And I gave it to her, and I said, "Look, as long as you've got this necklace from the husband, of, as long as you've got this necklace, I've, I've got a reason for me to come back to Yarta. I'm not going to leave that, which means I'm not going to leave you. So I'm going to come back and do what I can to feed you and make sure that you're, you know, in, in good condition." Then one day I came back to the hotel. Couldn't see Fantan. Couldn't find her. Spoke to the other kids. They didn't know where she was. Said they were scared. The other kids didn't go and You tell me about how worried you are about the kids of the hotel. I was out there doing something about it. I, I was, I was looking for them and, and I, and I found, you know, I, I, they were, they were dwindling. They were going missing and I didn't know what to do. And then one day I, I saw a big guy. Saw him leading one of the kids out and I thought, look at me. What can I do against a hobgoblin? So I, uh, I just followed them. Just followed them out sound. And then I lost them in the hill. So I came back to town and didn't know what to do. So I went back out on the hills a few times. Did it occur to you to speak to Lord Durathra? I don't know them very well. I don't, I don't know the rapper. I don't know her to treat them. I, I, I just did thousand. So who am I going to talk to them? I tried talking to the guard and I thought, hmm, so why would I why would I think some big quick's going to talk to me? Well, she knows, she knows of you, so I guess you've made a name for yourself more than you've realised. It's all now just cast a big shadow, I guess. Hence why I've got five bigger shadows here. That's nice of you to write that one down. I like that. Thank, thank you. Um, but uh, I, I kept going out into the hills to see if I could find them, to see what was going on, and I couldn't, I couldn't find them. And then one day, one day I came across the Sater girl, as you could call her. She wasn't alive anymore. She didn't, she wasn't anything to, to speak of. She was, she was fairly comprehensible. I, 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 I couldn't. It was whatever you saw. I was, I was struggling to survive. And then I remembered. I, I, I. I I remember seeing her in town. I, I, I recognised her. I remember seeing her around the as, after. As he's saying this, you might notice that he's slowly getting closer to the ground. as the sort of guilt kicking in a bit about the fact that he might be saying the truth. Are you unwinding the yo-yo? Yeah, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not actually lowering him. I'm just holding the rope, and you're just watching him sort of rotate as he sort of gets closer <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> Quint walks over to Dweezil and says, "I." Is he just the same as us? Because we sort of killed quite a lot of the beast children. Well, actually, I believe it was mainly quenching quill, but yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Can I have to get into it? I... <laughs> um, yeah. Dabov's going to ask Geordie what was that potion that he gave to Greg? What was that all about? 
when I came across her and when I recognised her, I thought to myself, if she's out here, then that means the others might be out here. And perhaps she knows where they are. And I, I couldn't give any words out of her. She, she was, I don't think she was a zombie, but she wasn't far from it. So her body was fighting, but to be honest, she minutes, hours away from becoming something worse than what she was. And, and I remembered that there was a, a, a potion, a memory potion. And I thought to myself, then, if I could get some of her blood, which is part of the, part of the potion, but if I could get some of the, the, the blood from near her brain... Wait, that, am I um, going to turn into a zombie? Is that, is that what was said? No, okay. No, you're, you're okay. It's perfectly safe to consume the blood of zombies of her. I've obviously done my research on this. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not I mean, when I gave you the potion, it, it, was, it was because you know, I found out that you were a man of magic. And that you need a magical background for this potion to work. Everything fell into my lap that day. I, I had the potion. I came across you five gents. With no disrespect, I saw you as an old man and I assumed you had an issue with your memory. Some sort of healing. And I thought, everything seems perfect. That's why I gave it to you for free. I was hoping. I was hoping to, to keep track of you, but sadly I, I lost you and never thought that I'd see you again. And then here you are, back in my life. Faith, can I, can I have my necklace? Yeah, I'll hand it to him. Where, where, where's your husband? Where's your husband, Jordy? I'm afraid, I'm afraid Jed died a few years ago. Is that what the J stands for on the necklace? Weird that you both got the same initials. Um, I hand it back. I just give it to him. Thank you. Oh, I guess I kind of put it around his neck actually, because his arms are tied. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just hold it out to him and then just, just drop press it, it against his chest and then just let it hit the ground. <laughs> so, yeah. are we now going to bring Geordie here along to your hotel with us so we can destroy the syndicate underbelly that apparently is present in the town? I, I don't want you to do this, to be honest. Well, you can point out the guards that you you pointed out, and they didn't pay any attention to you. And then, obviously, we know that the, the town water baron is, quite frankly, a bitch. Oh, the town, the town is entirely culpable in this. Like they are. The, here's the thing, though, guys. We can't. We can't take down the infrastructure of the town. We have got bigger fish to fry. And we are the ones who are tasked with frying these bigger fish. If we if we attempt to take down the corruption of Yatar of an entire town with a well armed militia, if we try to take it down and inevitably fail and die, then the whole of this world's fate hangs in the balance. Well, I've actually got a plan about this before we go any further. Well, what we need to do is we need to we need to go and speak to our our good friend about perhaps borrowing the the running dot artifact that he's digging up. We the, one that we, the one that, that we sold to him. Well, yes, but the one that's about, fourteen foot just, long. Yes, but if we could just borrow it and put it in a wagon, and then perhaps <laughs> make sure that the giants know that it's in Yarta. Like if we go see up my good friend Ildemain and tell her that's in Yarta, she'd bring an army of giants. Town destroyed. Problem solved. Jesus Christ, Gregor Miller, you psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually genius. 
I like it. Well, I mean, I mean, you're trying to cut the head off the snake, and instead, what you're doing is is putting the entire snake through a mincing. Well, machine. to be fair, did we actually meet any nice people in that town? I think not. We met some. Well, it was not, bre- not bread guy. Those pigeons were nice. The yes, pigeons were nice. The bread guy <laughs> took the piss out of our friend here and called him a. a I can't even remember what it was now. What, what, what it, 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 it took the piss out of Krill, though, didn't he? Yes, but he was calling him something. What was he calling him? He referred to me as a bread spreader. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> you you a bread spreader. And then we met the, the education minister, Barshwin, who was an absolute twat. And then we met the water baron. <laughs> Nestra, and she was also a twat. So, to be fair... I'm not sure where Mippage was born, but I can only assume it wasn't Yarta. To be fair, then, fuck the town. Let it burn. I actually think it should burn as well. Sorry, I haven't had much caffeine today. I mean, if that's the route you want to go... I would say, I'm with Dweezil, leave it till after. I don't think it's very um, paladinish. Not paladinish, sorry. Um, Clerkish. Just because no more children are going to go missing because the other guy's dead. So the problem's kind of solved for now. It's not going to get any worse. And then we can come back maybe at a later date. Okay, backup plan. Can I I ask something? Sorry. I I know that I I don't really deserve any... Any of your time, CC. I'm not. I'm not proud of what I did. It's worth knowing. I'm, I'm not trying to suggest by any means that I'm a hero in this at all. I know what I did was pretty underhand. But you, you mentioned Zerasa. This is the Zerasa news outlet. Have you spoken to Zerasa? Have you told her about this? We have. Yes, we did it just a minute ago. Well, perhaps. I might suggest that if you if you want me to be some sort of witness or someone who can assist in this situation, perhaps I could go and speak to Rafa and help her to do this on your behalf. Kill two birds with one stone, so to speak. Fair. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I've got I've got one more question for you though. Where are you staying? Have you got a room at the 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 inn here? I. I do have a room with the most you. I feel that it's only fair that you give it up to an old man such as myself, and you can take my room at the six windows. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, uh, why not? Uh, it's, it's unconventional, but to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm quite lucky that you didn't you know, punch me harder, to be honest. I, I, I promise you that... that if I, can I ask that to you as well? You obviously found the necklace. Suggested you found Fantan or, or what may have been left of her. Where were they? What Fantan? She was. She was exactly where you left her. No, not the photo girl. Where were the other kids? Where were they? Uh, what happened? What happened to them? They they were all zombified by the time we got there, apart from the one child who we managed to save. What? Is that the one you said earlier, the witness girl? I don't believe that we we stipulated who it was, did we? I think we did, yes. Oh, fuck. (laughs) I was about to get real suspicious. (laughs) In that case, then yes, yes, that's the one. Well, at least somebody came out of it. A lot of them. And, um, 
and you sort of just see it like a very morose and homeless face, but sort of like the kids that he probably knew to some degree and wanted to help out. Sadly, a, a zombie that, well, you, I don't think you said you slaughtered them, so at the very worst, you think of being zombified and dead in some capacity. Um, so, to summarize, I'm gonna go to the director <laughs> and, um, try and help her do what she can from regarding this whole situation. If you think she'll listen to me, um, and you, you, you're gonna leave me alone, you're not gonna get any, I'm not gonna get any more punching. No, yes, all we ask is that if you make any potions using that tankard of special water, that uh, you think of us when you name the potion. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll certainly do that. I would um, also ask that you don't leave Tribor, so if we need to find you again, we know where you are. Well, I, I, I am due to head off at some point, <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a travelling salesman, but if you really want me to stay around, I'll stay around for another day or two. Well, uh, can I ask him... If he's got any potions to help us on our way, like um, just say that we're going back to the, that other place, I forget where. Um, so we might need some assistance. So if he's got anything that could help us, free of charge, of course, because we're generous, and we got his necklace back. Did punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't do. I can't do free in the I think that's really good. I'm fair on me because it sounds like I've, I've, I've tried to help these kids and I'm, I appreciate I've done it in a particularly well-mannered way, but, uh, you, 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 what you're talking about is because of thievery. Well, is it or is it more of a finder's fee? Hearing the word thievery, Dabov pickpockets the necklace back and holds it up in front of him. <laughs> Do you want me to roll uh, for it? We are heroes, right? Yeah, go for it. Twelve. <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> he sees you do it. He feels you do it. He still lets you do it. And then, and then, how what, how much damage does Daboff take? <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point, actually. Uh, oh, very good point, actually. Thank you very Thanks. much. Reminder, Thanks, Stuart. Reminder why he takes damage here. Um, yes. Daboff, you take seven fucking fire damage. Hell. Fucking hell. <laughs> It's gonna get it's one shot by pickpocketing. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, because of the the curse. The curse. So I'll just I... hold it up and just say, um, what's the what do I get for returning this? Oh, sorry. For the second time. Seven cold. Seven cold. If that if that's uh, effective to that. Nah. Um. Well, I, 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 just that? give 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 him just give him his necklace. Have you got a cost or an inventory of potions? I do, but as you can see, I'm I'm currently in in an alleyway with you five without any potions whatsoever. So it doesn't really doesn't really do anything for you. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you just ask him if he's got a cost or an inventory of potions? Because I'll I'll take a lassie. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what, what what potion are you looking for? Potion of healing at this point. <laughs> Anything to help in a fight, really. 
<laughs> I mean, I did give you quite a lot of potions last time, man, which I don't think anyone really did. I, I, did I use mine? I had a potion of flying, I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure you one. used your flying one. Um, I don't remember ever flying. I, mean, I think you took it when you were in... Um, I've forgotten his name. The Cloud Castle. Zephyros. No, that was the um, that was the magic cocaine. Oh, okay. Pixie dust. Lord, I, I can give you a, a rundown of what I've got. Healing, greater healing, resistance, animal friendship, fire breath, hill giant strength, growth, water breathing, mana restoration. Hold on, does wait, growth wait, make wait, you wait, grow yeah, another two inches? Yeah, when you say growth, <laughs> you elaborate. <laughs> Right. I forgot Greg's taller now, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> potion of growth. When you drink this potion, you gain the enlarge effect. Um, <laughs> the enlarge slash reduce spell for 1d4 hours. Is it blue? No concentration required. We've read it in the past. Um So that would then give you... If you don't swallow it quickly, you get a stiff neck. <laughs> hey. Tell you what. Let's do this. Let's, let's not piss about. Let's do that all off air. Off air. Yeah. yeah. Rather, rather than just going through me, me giving you a list of all the potions and what you want to buy. Yeah. We'll do that off there. Yeah. yeah? Alright. Because otherwise I'm just reading you lists and then reading you what each potion is and it's just not going to be very, very fun for them to edit or anyone to listen to. Sounds like a plan. Oh, Nate's just left. I know. Turning the light on. He's had enough. He's out of here. <laughs> Let's just do the whole thing off air. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> right. Is, is, is that everything? Yeah. I'll give him his necklace back. And motion to um, Krill to untie him and let him down. Oh, he's been he's been untied for ages. He's literally just been laying on the floor. Like <laughs> weird that he let me take his necklace then. He just didn't know what was going. He's like he just feels like he's very much unable to do anything. He just um, felt your hand go in his pocket and thought, "Hello, this is my lucky evening." <laughs> okay, so. Are you going to try and get a room with the North Shield, or are you just going to go and... No, let's just go and keep it at six windows. Yeah. Yeah. So, Geordie sort of bids you adieu and and suggests a suitable time the next morning for you to come and get all the potions that you may or may not buy. Um, he leaves you sort of a bit bedraggled, um, heads back into the to the window, uh, back into the North Shield house, sorry. And... Um, you head off in the direction of the six windows. You arrive there and very, very dark. Um, obviously no one's staying there. No one's living in it at the moment. Um, so you head on in and yeah, you decide it's, it's going to be where you're going to stay the night. You have your own torches and things like that as well as a few, a few sort of sponsors on the wall and things like that that you can use to, to light up. Um, Given everything that's happened to you in the last few days, is there anything you as a group want to talk about independently, or are you just going to sort just, of head to your room? I just want to bed down. Yeah, um, I don't think Greg has anything to do anymore. I've read my my book of him. What was it? What was the book he gave me? Imperial? Imperial? Sorry, uh, I can't remember what it was. Um, you all... Crash in your respective rooms, probably the same room. Did you actually sleep in the six windows? No, I don't remember. Did you? <laughs> no, I don't think you ever actually. We didn't even pick rooms because I'm pretty sure we, we all just bundled into one, didn't we? 
No, we did. We did assign rooms. Yeah, because you made us take individual keys, which are for our individual rooms. Ah, okay. Mm. Fine. So you all you all bed down for the night, and um, it's fair to say this is, in terms of places you've stayed, it's not particularly comfortable. The mattress is all lumpy. There, there is, despite despite there not being any shit on the floors in these specific rooms, there's still a bit of a musky, horrible odour about the place. It's, it's, it's worth remembering this place is pretty poor disrepair anyway. Um, you don't necessarily get the best night's sleep. You don't get the worst night's sleep. That said, um, Dweezil, you do have a dream. You, 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 the, the, the memories, the memories of, of the, 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 the poem keep going round your head. What was in there? No, no. This, Nathan, this is supposed to be the fun D&D game. The other D&D game is the one where we get tortured. This is the fun one. Okay. You're the nice DM. Remember that. Good luck. Good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, do you find yourself in a very familiar place? You're stood on stage. The crowd is, is looking up at you with, with hungry eyes and hungry... Hungry Um They're looking up at you, getting ready for you to perform. Um, and, and the old, you know, the familiar smell of ale and sawdust fills Dweevil's nostrils. It's, it's something he's, he's used to. Possibly more so for boys, French days. But, you know, he's a former new thing before. Um, you look out and the tavern is, is just full of punters everywhere. You look down and you've got a loot in your hand and you're ready to play. And you go to start playing, but something, something just doesn't feel right. Um, looking down, you notice that, that, uh, that your loot has been replaced with a rapier. Uh, and your finger is bleeding. As you've gone to strum, you, you strum your fingers against the rapier and now it's, it's just bleeding. Nothing too, you know, bad, just a bit of triple blood down your hand. As you look back up to the room, however, all of those punters have disappeared. Instead, what faces you, um, are four tables. One with Dabble, Gregmel, and Quinch sat there. One with Dabble, Krill, and Quinch. Another with Dabble, uh, another with, um, Greg, Krill, and Quinch. And another with Dabble, Gregmel, and Krill. A whisper in the air. You can't save all of them. You won't save all of them. And they won't save you. And then you wake up to a very musky, horrible room in the six windows. Eventually, night turns to morning, um, quite a drab morning, nothing particularly interesting, uh, or nothing particularly delightful about the next morning. Who, who would be first up? Who would be first up, up and ready to go out, get out of the city? Uh, I think if we're following the pattern, it's typically Krill that's the early riser. Um, yeah, I think Greg and Krill are usually the, mm-hmm. the, early, the early risers. Yeah, so um, Krill's already up, done a few laps in the town. He's returning. Getting some cardio, is yeah. it? Yeah. Okay. You, don't get, you don't get muscle like this just laying in. Um, okay, so you, you two, are, are you going to then wake up everyone else, or what's the crack? Everyone else just rising Quite, gradually? Well, well, yeah. When they, when they feel um, like it. I feel like Quince there's no way to get food, is there? So. Quinch, um, the others don't. Don't see exactly what goes on in the room, but Quinch storms out of uh, his room that he was staying in with uh, his pillow in his hand, and he storms outside. Um, is there a safe place to set this pillow alight? 
outside. <laughs> um, yes, I mean you're sort of fairly near some some woodland, but I mean around you is is, is fairly sort of dusty and sort of like there's not like. It's not like you can start a bushfire or anything okay, like that. Okay, perfect. Yeah, Qu- Quinch is angry, but respectful of his surroundings. Uh, uses set fire on this pillow and just throws it on the ground and then just stands there watching it burn. As soon as he makes sure it's sufficiently caught, he steps back inside. Inside, sorry. Morning. Is this is this your pillowcase that you've been holding on to for since night? Oh, no, 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 no. See, I was about to say you're the only on. one that actually had a clean pillow last night because you could just put that pillow cover on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't think of that. And he had a shit night's sleep on this lumpy-ass one. Morning, everyone. Does it catch fire easily or is it too, like, full of fluid? It catches... It, Sort of somewhere in between. It takes a little bit, but then once it's going, it's going. It's, uh, Deseron Valley trading standards. Non-flammable, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have the tag, does it? Um, so you're all up, pretty much. Are you going to explain why you were setting fire to a pillow? Or? I don't know if anyone's going to ask. Well, okay. um, why did you set fire to the pillow? I mean... <laughs> it was shit and it called me a cunt, I think. <laughs> I had a bad night's sleep, and I'm sure it called me a cunt as well. That was the thing that that, that was, was just me from the next room. <laughs> I was using message. Oh, <laughs> uh, I was sleep you, messaging again. Was I being too loud? No, I could hear you at all. I just wanted to call you a cunt. When I've got my wings out, sometimes my arm. Flaps against them a little bit, okay. and it can create some knock. Is that what that sound was? Yeah, I'm sorry if I'm sorry if you. But in any case, I wasn't whatever what, I was doing. I what was the crying afterwards? From, that was a bit that confused me. That was just in the lack of comfort from the pillow. <laughs> if I if I don't get to sleep within five minutes, it makes me a bit emotional. Right, and, and who's Deborah? Like I heard you call out Deborah. I don't think you did. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Kent, wasn't it? That's my, mother, that's my mother-in-law's name. Um, <laughs> it's my actual mother's name. <laughs> oh, that's so weirdly. Yeah, yeah, it was her then. So, guys, are we li- leaving town? <laughs> Oh, I tell you what, when Sam slash Krill is the one that wants to get us back on track, you know you've fucking gone too far. Right. So I think you're, so yeah, you're all awake yep. now, you're all, all ready to go. You've probably not got a breakfast necessarily, but you can swing past the North Shield if you, if you stay. Please don't. No, 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 not for roleplay, don't worry. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I don't think you've got any more business in Tribal, I assume you're just going to right. jump on Uno. Back. Um, yeah, yep. what is our exact plan for going back to Yata? Sorry, can we just... I just want to skip straight from it because we need to go to the casino. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we also mm. where were we heading? We were going to uh, no, Norad's no, hold. hold. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, you 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 head off out in, into the daylight, and um, you remember from last time it, it took you about a couple of days to get to the Yata. Um, you're on the road, and yeah, no, nothing. Thankfully, nothing particularly interesting happens on your way through. You um, you stop off and, and, and camp up for the night. Um, 
nice, although it's a bit of a drab day, because, you know, it's not like it rains or anything like that, particularly adverse weather conditions, it's just not a particularly pleasant day. You set off on the second day, and uh, make good speed this time, arriving arriving in Yartar. Uh, I think the first time you arrived in Yartar was fairly late. You arrived in Yartar sort of um, late, late afternoon, early evening. Um, you notice the guards from outside. Uh, if you remember, Yartar was built in, in two uh, in, in two parts, so to speak. The first part was the, the guards' tower, where uh, I think it was the, the sword of shield of Yartar, where the, the, the militia was kept, so to speak. Um, and then you had the main town being the, the, the second part you had to cross the bridge. You, I mean, we don't need to go through necessarily the whole rigmarole of you getting back into town. You, you see you see one or two familiar guards that you would have seen on the way in. You go through the, the usual sort of like um, discussion about why you're in town, what you're what you're due to, uh, due to do here. I assume you don't say overthrow the monarchy or the, or the, the government. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they eventually lead you through and you find yourself. Now, on the other side, in the main part of Yartai, you're back at the town. Um, along the journey, Quinch has struck up a conversation with Dweezil. Dweezil, um, you'll remember, uh, when we were in Ringbine, Ringbine, Ringbine Upplant, um, that, uh, I, failed to seduce a half-unicorn, half-human little fine piece of ass. Um, And it's something that I've regretted ever since because you don't come across many half-unicorn, half-human folk. Now, if we're on the way to a casino, is is it true that half-unicorn, half-human folk often find themselves working in casinos? Yes, Quinch. Yeah, 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 yes, Quinch. Uh, okay, I see. <laughs> I think I um, think I'm probably going to be feeling a little randy on this trip. <laughs> how, how do you know that the half unicorn, half human's name is going to be randy? Don't, don't. Uh, no, sorry, I'm, I'm being. I mean that I'm going to be sexually aroused, and my arousal will reach a peak at the casino. I think. So let sleep it's on good him now. <laughs> <laughs> so you find yourself in Yata. Nice. What do you want to do? It's it's early. It's uh, so it's sort of early evening-ish. Fuck yeah. summer. Nah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Let's put Quinch in the like the kids' club, like the. Fucking hell! But that's the worst place. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, big guy. Let off your, let off some steam. <laughs> oh, hell. you'll never get that out of the ball pit. You just won't. <laughs> Sticks to everything. Big drip cup. Load of, load of, load of gushes down the. Sl- no, um, good. So we're really well, in Yarta. Soda that you got. That's what we're on. <laughs> so you're in Yarta. So um, well, do we know where the casino is? Yeah, to the south. We walk past the water. Let's south, just southwest. Let's just head straight there and not talk to anybody on the way. Isn't it called the Golden <laughs> Goose something Pleasure House or something? So, mm. so you have um, the yeah. So it it it's a ship called the Grand Dame, uh, and within that is the Golden Goose Casino. 
Okay. So you make your way, um, I assume you're not going to try and make any arrangements for um, rooms or anything like that. Uh, we'll just get to fish out of water later on, that's fine. Okay. Um, Is this where the magical place was? As in, I can't remember the guy's name, who just popped up the magic shop. No. Yokopuyo, no, he was in Tribor. He was in Tribor. But who knows? You, you, You get yourself down past the south gate and um, it's already fairly evident where the boat is you're looking for. Um, there's a lot of noise and commotion coming off to the sort of, uh, west of you uh, and you can see you can see a, a few people heading towards a specific boat. Um, <clears throat> as you approach said boat, you notice that this is by no means the, the, the largest ship that you, you see or have seen in the harbour. It, it, it's fairly sizable, but it's not necessarily the biggest thing that you've seen um, around the Artar, certainly on the water. And um, but, it's, but it's by no means small either. So, as I say, it's a, it's a sizable thing, and it, 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 it's well decorated. It's worth noting. Um, beautiful sails, um, intricate designs on the outside of the boat. Um, roll me a perception, please. 18. 15. 10. 4. 15. Greg is the first on this occasion to notice that, um, as with as with most um, a big and important ships, this, this has um, the usual sort of I don't know, the, the figurehead that they have at the, at the front of the uh, they have the front of the boat, and um, this one is shaped um, like a half naked lady, um, but with the head of a goose, which probably aroused some things. Which half is you. naked? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a, yeah, I like it. Unconventional. Yeah. Um, are you, what, what's the plan? You can, as I say, you can see a few people, sort of, a few, a few well-dressed individuals heading towards the boat. Does it look open? I take it it's open and, you know. Yeah, it, it, it looks like it's open for business. You can hear some. You can hear some music coming from from the boat in, in that sort of general direction. Oh, well, I guess the obvious thing is just to go on board. Well, let's tie our horses up outside first because yeah. we have to remember that we have horses. Yeah. Is there a valet? Are we, are we also you tie them up to the tying place. up um, the goat while we're here? Is Sebastian being tied up, or is he coming could, in with could, us? Couldn't care less, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, did I, would would he be allowed to come with us? See many goats in the casino, or first time for everything. <laughs> Can you count cards? Um, uh, uh, Sebastian, are you any good at counting cards? Uh, not as good as I used to be. <laughs> Is is that why the giants had you? Did they use you to to help them cheat at cards? Oh my god! You could have them go behind the bat, uh, like the the deer, that, and see what the deer has got, and he could go like, Meh, "That's all everyone else would hear." But you would hear him saying like eight and ten or whatever. We could definitely and cheat. S- on that note, <laughs> Sebastian is coming with us. <laughs> okay. Um. So what are you doing? You're just heading up to the to the front. Front of the ship, not front of the ship, but the, the, the entrance, gangplank, or whatever it's called, yeah. the entrance. Of the ship. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So as you're approaching, as I say, you can see these other people, very finely dressed 
um, couples and, and groups of people um, heading up. Um, and outside, so you've got the the, the, the ship is is um, tied up to the sh- to, to the side of the, uh, the side of the river, and and there's this plank that leads down to um, the, the, the land, and then there is a sort of like a a greeter, I guess, maybe not a mate of D per se, but someone at the, at, the, at the front. No, not that mate of D, a different one. Um, and there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a man stood at the front, sort of like greeting people and sort of like then sort of like waving them onto the, onto the boat. Um, from where you are, you can see, you can see uh, a few sort of bobbing heads on top of the boat itself. You can't do much detail, but you can see a few people walking around. Um, you can't really tell whether they are people who are there for um, gambling or anything else, or whether they are sort of workers. You just see a few people. Um, the man who's on the shore is dressed very well, um, you know, nice suits, everything like that. Like the sort of thing you expect of somebody that, that would be greeting people on the ship. The only other thing, only, only other person of any real note that you notice is you can see um, at the top of the plank, so on the ship itself, you can see another man, a middle-aged man, um, who looks fairly well-dressed um, from where you are. You can't really make out too much detail, but he looks like he's well-dressed. Um, and he's sort, of, he's sort of talking to people as when they come off the boat or, or various other people that are walking around. So as you um, approach... The, 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 the gentleman on the shore. Um, there's a couple of people ahead of you, and he just sort of sees him, you see him sort of turn around and sort of wave his arm up, um, and then go back to his podium and sort of just sort of do some writing. And then he looks up and he, and he sees you and uh, says, Good evening. How can I help you? <laughs> ah, hello there. How are you? I am well. I, I, I must apologize. I do not know where the fighting pits are. <laughs> I, this is a mistake. Yes, you are lost. No, yeah? no, you, we're you exactly need... where we need to be, my friend. What's your name? My name is Francois, as you can probably have guessed. Uh, it was either going to be that or Jean-Luc. Uh, <laughs> but my name is Francois. Uh, I am the, the, the greeter of the Green Dame. And uh, uh, I am looking at you and I'm thinking that uh, perhaps you are definitely in the wrong place. Yes, this is not a place for you. Dad was going to say we are the entertainment for the evening, and using sleight of hand, he's going to produce six daggers in a fan from his hand, as if from nowhere, as it with a bit of a flourish, like a magician. Uh, how do you? How are you doing that? Are you actually are you mage handing? What was the crack of that? Um, well, I've got for some reason known only to God knows who. I have six daggers in my inventory, so I'm just going to sleight of hand them from my bag. Across my face, right. like in a fan, as if to say, "Tada, we are the entertainment." Krill, Krill instantly gets the hint. He picks up Sebastian with one hand and just raises him above his head. <laughs> Anyone else want to join in the circus? Uh, no, I'll just let these guys. Do I will. Um, do. Yeah, I will. I will. I will. Uh, I will attempt to persuade the man and to say uh we are yes you are quite correct that these people are not um well some of these people are not dressed appropriately myself and gregor Mollo, of course are smartly dressed well-dressed gentlemen um krill uh sorry uh big 
green, blue, whatever they're called, Derek, uh, addressed <laughs> uh, somewhat, uh, somewhat for work rather than for pleasure. Um, uh, we, uh, we 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 have our uh, uh, we have our costumes with us to get changed into. If you could just show us to the green room. Uh, this is a joke, yes. You are not the entertainment. We already have the entertainment. This is, this is, it is an entertaining conversation, yes, but, uh, this I'm not having any, hello, I'm Zephyr Um, no, but you can see already at this point that you can see, start seeing people that are building up behind you. Um, and he's sort of like, he's, he's starting to look past you, um, at the other, at the other people behind you. And he's, he's just sort of like, just sort of like giving them like a little praying, sort of like just a, just give, please give me a moment to, to deal with this. Uh, excuse me, gentlemen, this is, this is gone for long enough. It's, you are clearly not here for, 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 for pleasure. You are, uh, I, I would be very surprised if you could afford the buying in, uh, steak to come on board this evening. And, uh, I, I, I really would rather that you move on and let our uh, guests there, come on there board. There is a large queue of people behind us. It will be more embarrassing for your establishment for there to be a scene now in front of all of these people than it would be for you to simply let us on the boat to spend our copious amounts of gold. Krill, jiggle. Krill just gives a little wiggle. Um, and, yeah, um, he, he just brandishes a big bag. It's got a dollar note. It's got a dollar sign on it. I don't know if that, it's not even. I don't even know what the currency is, other than gold, silver, gold. And, yeah, yeah. A big it's got G. A big on the G. Bag. It's got a big G <laughs> on the front of it, um, and he just shakes it and goes. So what's the buy-in? Can I use my silent image spell to make the bag appear bigger than it is? Uh, you can, but there, uh, you go for it. Because. I assume the actual bag itself is going to make some sort of noise, so I'm just emphasising its appearance and hoping the jiggle. Yeah, I don't think I have to roll. Um, they can check against my spell save if they, if um, they examine you, it. You, you you go to do that um, and uh, give me a perception check. Uh, 14. 14. Um, you don't believe that what you intended worked. As in, the, the silent image did not appear. Oh, interesting. I am. I am asking you, please, gentlemen. This, this is going along. What's, we have paying customers that must come here, up with. Is all I'm asking. Uh, Five thousand gold pieces. <laughs> and with you that, can, I bid you adieu. This has gone on quite long enough, and it is quite embarrassing that you are thinking you can come on the grand table. This is a this is an established. This is a wonderful establishment. I hold up my golden goose token. Um, and he looks he looks at it a little bit like, and he sort of you see him just look over his shoulder, back up the up the plank. Um, and the man somehow feels Francois looking back up at him, and you see Steve man slowly. Come down the gangplank towards you, and uh, he, he he sort of leans into Francois, and you can hear some sort of, sort of whispering and stuff. And uh, the man looks at you and says, "Gentlemen, I understand, but we have an issue here. Um, as you can imagine, this is a place of business, uh, and I do not believe that what's going on here is suitable for our business. But I will 
Would you please just step over to one side? We can discuss this as gentlemen, and we can perhaps let Francois do his job and get the rest of the, the uh, patrons on Absolute, board. Absolutely, sir. Lead the way inside, and we shall follow. Uh, no, sorry, not inside. We we are just oh, just over here. Just absolutely. Just I just want to have a quick conversation because it seems that that, that you've produced something which may raise some questions. I am I am very much an indoors kind of man. I do understand He's that, but I, I hope you also. I hope you can also understand that this is my place of business. It is a place of nobility, and uh, if you were to come aboard it would send the wrong message to some of my patrons about the customers that we allow. Oh, what do you have is, in the way of security? I, I do listen. I, I understand how this is how this sounds, but equally, please, respect my business, and I will happily answer any questions you have, deal with this as amicably as we possibly can, and get you exactly what you want. Yeah? Yes. Have you, I have a question for you. Have you seen the film Pretty Woman? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, well, there's going to be a shopping montage where you dress us all up and then you are going to comp us all <laughs> in the casino. That is the outcome that we are expecting. And I will happily compensate all of you should this should that uh, event actually happen. But if you would please just... Yeah, we should. Um, I'm not happy about this at all. Krill um, sort of wiggles over to Greg and just goes, can I, can I put the goat down now? <laughs> He's had the goat raised above his head this whole time. You may put the goat down, and, and that was also another issue that Francois did mention that you were looking to bring the goat aboard, and then unfortunately that would almost certainly not. Be as, as I pulled, as anyway, I pulled Sebastian down, I noticed that he's been eating the tarp which has covered the area where we've been stood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he now has tarp poison. Um, <laughs> so you, you. Rather graciously step aside and he steps over, uh, and he, he leads you over to a, a, you know, a spot, you know, a few meters away so that, you know, you can have a nice private conversation. Yeah. What, what's your name? What's he your says, name, Sunshine? Uh, my name is, um, Lord Dryland. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I am the, what love, I am the, teeth you have. Th- thank you. Um, I, it's the best that money can buy and he sort of shows you and he's got nice gnashes. Um, so this guy, um, just to give you a bit of flavour. So he's very well dressed. Um, now you can see him close. He's got a nice sort of intricate suit uh, on. He's middle aged. He's got a sort of a sort of a, a pretty well maintained sort of pepper beard. Um, but it's worth noting, and I probably should have said this earlier. The most interesting part about this gentleman is Half the uh, octopus. <laughs> close uh, is the octopus, which is sort of sat on his shoulder um, and sort of like slipping. Oh, oh. oh. excuse me. Oh. Excuse me. Krill's log rather played by the deep. Krill, um, <laughs> Krill sort of work, pushes his way to the front and goes, and what's your name? Well, that's creepy. Yeah, way creepier than it was intended to be. <laughs> we were worried about the half unicorn thing. <laughs> oh, you should still be worried. Was, was, Hello. What? Let, say again. Hello. What, what's your name? Captain Fudgerold. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, nice. <laughs> Are you my friend? Um. And he sort of like that. You sort of see like this tentacle sort of like 
out in the air, sort of like towards you. Um, I I sort of reach out and, and shake it as you would shake a hand. Um, oh. And, oh. Excuse me, Captain. To have a have a word with your friend about letting us on this boat. I don't think he can talk to me. Okay. Do you know how we might convince him to let us on the boat? I do not know how you could get in to get you on the boat. This is I'm, Krill. I'm, Krill, ask him why he's sitting on a man's shoulder. Why are you sitting on a man's shoulder? I think we are friends. <laughs> ask him how long he can breathe out of water. How long? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How long can he breathe out of water? I do not know. That is a good question. Uh, I should know that. Ask him how how he attained the rank of captain. <laughs> uh, I forgot to do all these in the voice. Yep. <laughs> this, this is this is us getting our own back on you on Nathan's behalf. Yeah. Oh, it must be so hard for you to talk in a in a voice, Sam, and and, and produce these things. Are you going to ask a question? How did somebody <laughs> like you attain the rank of captain, friend? <laughs> I've never heard Flirty Krill before. <laughs> I think I've seen this in an anime somewhere. Um, this, this, this entire time that's going on, by the way, uh, Lord Dryland is getting a little bit concerned by <laughs> by you talking to his officers and shaking his up and stuff like that. Um, he is going to... Uh, I'm going to cut this off for Sam. Um, he's going to say, oh, listen, um, thank you very much for coming over here. Um, I, I appreciate that Francois perhaps didn't deal with the situation as, as well as he possibly could have. Mm. Um, and I do apologise for that. Um, Francois is, 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 I think he forgets his station sometimes and the, the power of being able to let people on the boat possibly gets his head. But anyway. Oh, can we all let us on then, will you? Uh, no, that's not <laughs> okay, what I'm saying. Right, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm going to hopefully deal with the situation a little bit more graciously than, than my, well, than my, my uh, my, sorry, I've, uh, Ryland, Lord Ryland. Uh, uh, Ryland, sorry. I'm sure you noticed that I've got the Golden Goose token, and I'm sure you're wondering where I got it from. Um, my, I am an acquaintance. I'm a performer. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a bard, as I'm sure you can tell. Um, uh, a, a colleague of mine, another performer, once did, uh, once performed here. Uh, I believe he's performed here a few times, actually, on the Grand Dame. Um, and he gave me he, he gave me this token, um, and he recommended that if I ever found myself in Yartar, I, I should come and visit the casino because um, it was a fantastic place. Um, so I'm 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 here on the recommendation of 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 Bong Ripperton, the magician who has performed here oh, several times. From another lord to uh, from one lord to another, yes. Yeah. From Bong Ripperton was uh, was a performer on the Grand Bank. Uh, some time back now. Um, a, that was, was a, a, a shot in the dark. Um, he he uh, yeah um, he he yeah he performed here once before. Um, yeah, and so when he when once, I think yeah yeah <laughs> um, you, I mean he he had been here several times yeah, yeah. before. He, he he was a performer once and um, uh, and once he we, we gave him a, we gave him a bit of a go when he first started making his name and then once he once he exploded and became quite famous and quite wealthy he used to come back and, and actually um, you know spend his money here spend his coin here and I am somewhat confused by the token though of course because we don't let those off the ship 
Uh, you, you can't be surprised that a man such as Lord Bon Rippington managed to uh, sneak one of these past you, can you? Oh, very true. A man of his magics, it, it's very possible that he could have put in any number of places, I'm absolutely sure. The prison pocket, um, for example. The, the, sorry, the, the what? prison pocket. I, I don't. I, I couldn't possibly understand what that means. The, the, the um, man's personal pouch. Oh, okay. I, I, I understand that much better. Yes. Um, well, it, 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 it's very possible. He, he should have known better than that. Because as I say, we, 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 we try and try and keep these chips on board. They are they are just you know poker chips. There's nothing particularly interesting or exciting about them. But they are ours, and we do have an inventory. Obviously, from time to time, they go missing. This is clearly one that, that's gone missing, and I thank you. And he holds out his hand. I, I thank you for for bringing that. Not back a to problem. Me. Let's get it right on board. Let's go. Come on, let's get it back on board I... where it deserves to be. Um, listen, you, you are clearly a, a, a very intelligent man. Thank you. Um, you. You clearly know what you're doing. I can see what you're trying to do. Um, it it's it's not going to happen. I'm afraid. We, we, if, if I may, um, are you, are you, I, I don't, looking at your clothes, you don't appear to be of, um, Dartarian nobility or anything like that. Are, are you local to the town? Lord Dryland, listen to me. <laughs> Do you have political aspirations? That is indeed what I was just about to come to. Um, your name, sir? My name is Quinch Felborn, the bringer of omens. Oh, hopefully that's a good omen for me then. Well, let's hope that it is. We would like to discuss with you some information which we've recently found out about the Water Baron, and we do not want to have such political discussions out in the open where... I, what race even is this, Francois? He's... As you can quite clearly see, he's half human, half unicorn. <laughs> we do not want to have these conversations in front of the famously blabbermouthed half human, half unicorns. By question, do you have any other staff on your payroll who are half unicorn, half human? He's the only one. It'll have to be him then, okay, so I'll make that. If he's half unicorn, does that mean the top half has to be a horse? Because otherwise it'd just be a centaur. Like it needs to have the horn, so therefore it has the horse's no, head. We're back to lefty righties again. <laughs> so is it just a human legs with a horse's top half? <laughs> no, no, lefty righty, one arse human, one arse unicorn. Vertical Beautiful. split. Well, listen, um, I we we he's, have he's, sorry, just just to clarify, he's actually fully human. I'm not going down the half unicorn route. He's fully okay, human. Fine. Um we do not want to have these political discussions which could affect your future in front of other people. I appreciate that we may not look like the normal kind of people that you would have in this establishment, but you must have a back room where we can have a serious discussion with you. What are you what are you alluding to? And give me actually give me give me a charisma uh, roll. Christ, here we go. At advantage. Oh hello. Now we're talking. Charisma. 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 <gasps> Fucking hell, I rolled an 18 and a 19, so my highest roll is an 18. Minus one. <laughs> Sorry? I got a minus one. Eight. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> that didn't make any sense or something. 
Um, what are you alluding to? Uh, sorry, did you say it? Yeah, what are you alluding to? I, as I said, I don't want to say it around blabber. No, 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 no. I, child, I appre- children. I, I appreciate that. Children. Are you suggesting that you have something on the water baron? More than one thing on them. Come back tomorrow. Can you arrange for us to have somewhere to stay tonight, please? Uh, I can make those arrangements for you. Do you have any half-unicorn, half-humans that can come out here? I'm just entertaining a fetish no. at this point. No, I don't. we don't have any... any <laughs> I can't make half-unicorns a thing for you. Oh, uh, is I, that... Is, is, is it's, it, not a, it, it's not a thing. Uh, I'd heard that the uh, common staff members in casinos, is that not true? It's not true, certainly not of this either. Fuck, okay. Um, I will make um, some arrangements for you at um, one of the uh, local establishments today. Um, If you just give them my name and uh, they will be able to um, put it it on my tab. Can we get breakfast? Uh, If what you bring me tomorrow is of interest, then you have anything you want. But we'd get breakfast before we tell you. You may have to repay me for the breakfast. <laughs> Can you recommend any, um, do you have any legal um, adult houses in the town? <laughs> um, are, you, are, you, are you speaking of property? Yes. I, I know of some, some places you could go. Do, do, could you give me the, the name of the best one? Uh, as you can see, the Hymen, he sort of thumbs behind himself to the boat. I, I am very much in the business of ensuring that people have uh, pleasure. So I will definitely be able to find you a place that will suit the, the, the sort of needs that you clearly are trying to um, deal with. Thank you. That would be appreciated. I'm getting quite... Uh, gets his fan out a little hot and bothered <laughs> and starts flustering his face. Fluttering. Um, if there is anything else, perhaps we can leave this for tomorrow. Quinch unfurls his wings and flies into the air and lands back down. Yes, I don't uh, see why not. So he basically makes some arrangements with you um, for you to stay at the uh, tribal treachery, um, <laughs> which is. Which is a uh, which is in 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 the middle of town. Uh, he also suggests that he will meet you at the treachery first thing to discuss your your issue. I mean that's 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 lower than naming like a pub the Tribor Treachery in your town. I mean, what is their issue with Tribor around here? They don't like it. They think they're better than them. Um, so are you, so yeah, he, he, he arranges for, to come meet you in the, at the treachery in the morning. Is there anything else you want to do? Yeah. Quinch, remember when you set fire to your pillow? Mm. Do the same to the boat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can I go into the casino? <laughs> Dweez, Dweez, uh, do you want me to do that? I will. No, it's fine, Quinch. Okay. Is it because we're not wearing ties? Alright, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's partially... I summon six smoking jackets. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, okay. I um, cool. So I very extravagantly toss the uh, chip up into the air, catch it, and pop it back in my pocket. <laughs> nice. Oh, so you don't give it? Back oh to God, him. wouldn't I thought so? No, it's mine. Wouldn't I thought so? It was the poker chip. It was one of my things that I got from the. Um, would you mind if I have the poker chip? Why? What are you going to do with it, Gregamel? I'm going to go gamble with it. <laughs> you realise we weren't allowed on the boat? Well, not with you guys. You guys look like a mess. And with that, I'm going to cast Disguise Self on myself <laughs> to make myself look like a six-foot humanoid character who is really buff in like the smartest suit you have ever seen. Really young looking, basically just like I belong here. And you've done this in front of Lord. Dry <laughs> <laughs> water changes directly in front of him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> dry land, sorry. <laughs> right, um, dry land. Well, I'm, I'm going to make I'm, I, because of that. I, I, Lord Dryland would have, yeah, he would have, he's given you some places that you can stay, or given you a place to stay. Um, he's all. Did you do and, and walked off? Obviously, this is prime. This is you know, this is when he's reaching things onto the boat and stuff like that. So he has already spent some time with you that he wasn't expecting to be doing on a, on a quote unquote work night. Um, so he would have sort of like left you and, and hopefully will arrange to see you in the morning. But Greg, are you trying to do that? Are you, are you actually going to try and? Well, I don't actually have that spell, so I'd have to use my hat for it. So. <laughs> um... Does it also rely on Dweezil actually giving up In the, the fairness of things, I've just rolled a four and it needs to be higher than a ten for me to use it, so no. Okay, so that doesn't work. And Dweezil, you kept the chip. You didn't give up the, the, the goose chip, right? Yeah, I, 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 I certainly wouldn't want to hand it over to him. All right. So. Uh, no, uh, see, the thing is, when Sam sold his ring, he got ridiculed. Like... Do, uh, I feel like now I'm getting told off for not handing the thing over. Oh no, I put up a fight when someone tried to steal my pixie dust. Didn't work out well. Didn't work <laughs> out well, but yeah. But equally, Sam sold his ring before he done anything with it. You've, you've already, already used it. I'm not, I'm not really killing you. I'm just saying, I'm just checking that that's what you've done. I feel you, like you... I've used it. I showed it to a man. He, he told me it wasn't, but he told just me that it was it, I should give it back. I'd imagine Dweezer would have kept it as well. Yeah, souvenir, it... isn't it? Could still be useful as well. Okay. It's leverage, basically. I mean, worst case scenario, we could just steal it back off him, right? Pickpocket. Don't know, as Dabov got the hit points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've still got the temporary ones you gave me, so I'm still good. Uh, um, right, so you... Are you... What are you doing then? Are you staying at the boat? Are you heading off to the tribal treachery? Yeah, I guess to, we're going to the, uh, the treachery. Is there, like, is there not like a back way in? Can we not... No, we shouldn't. No, we let... no. We need to. We need to find out what he's going to offer us tomorrow. I think. Yeah. And then yeah. If we don't We've got like... a meeting with him, that's good enough. Yeah. If we don't like the offer, then then we can. I mean, what is your what is your what is your end goal here? I just wanted to go to the yeah. casino for a for a laugh. Like, yeah, we just wanted this to be a beach episode. You <laughs> know, waste but, a bit like, of money yeah. and then <laughs> play some and games. Leave. They might have holes. <laughs> they might have holes. Catamon we, uh, Higgins could be performing this evening. That'd be good. Stuart, Stuart, half an hour ago. Come on, guys, we've got stuff to do. We've got to go and fight the giants. Stuart, now, oh, I just want to roll some dice and <laughs> gamble the night away, do I? 
I just fancy a lot. We've been what we've we've been all over. We've fought loads of stuff. I just thought it'd be nice to have a lads' night out. <laughs> <laughs> a real bonding session. Um, all right. So I want to go buy some bread. Here we go. <laughs> what time is it? Yeah, I was going to say it's night time at this point. It's, it's probably about eight o'clock at night. So the uh, the, the market is uh, it's closed. Um, Dryland gives you the directions to the tribal treachery. What an awful uh, name. And it's a weird name. Or oh, his name, or the pub's name. Pub's name. His name's weird as well, considering he runs a boat. boat. Yeah, Dryland. Yeah. Um, you find yourself in front of a um, very well-maintained, if not, you know, unspectacular. I mean, this is not particularly, there's nothing flary or anything about this place. It, it's just very well put together, quite sizable. Um, you head on inside. Joe, just be, um, before we go inside, Quinch just looks up into the sky, just almost searchingly, and then sighs just before, before heading inside. What, 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 what are you sighing about? He's hoping that he might have seen one of his old friends in the sky, but didn't didn't catch her. <laughs> no, this time of night, it's evening. You don't see no birds. You're looking for the around. pigeon. Pigeon. Um, you you head in head inside, um, and it's a very civilized affair in, in inside. Um, people enjoy themselves having a few drinks and whatnot, but it's not like the the, the bawdy, rowdy sort of atmosphere that you get at the some of the other places that you've been to, some of the sort of more traditional things. And um, you head on over to the the innkeeper? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. 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 yeah I'm, I'm asking if, you, if you, there's anything you want to do. If you, um, you Quinch Quint, will usher the group towards the innkeeper and as, as they approach the innkeeper, he's going to pretend that they're in the middle of a conversation. And so I said to this Triborian dickhead, ah, you're stupid. <laughs> um, and as you approach, you, one of the, someone sat at the bar and he just hears the, the back end of it and um, you hear him, he sort of looks around at you and he, <laughs> yeah, you show them Triborian. <laughs> um, and the innkeeper is a, is a uh, sort of a 40 year old lady. Uh, and she comes over and she says, uh, yes, how, how can I help you? Lord, what race is she? Lord Dryrub uh, sent us here for lodgings. Lord Dryrub? Uh, is that the name you're definitely going Dry, with? Dryland. Dryland. Dry land. Uh, oh, yes. Um, he's, he's Right, yes. Well, um, it's, the state is uh, two gold pieces. He, he said to put oh, it on nice. his account. Did he now? Okay, have you got any proof that you've been with Lord Dryland? Yeah. Um, Hold up the golden goose token. There it is. I, I was going to oh, mention it. the captain. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that, 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 seems to, that seems to fit, that's fine. He yeah, also I mean... said about food and drink being included. Yeah, that's that's the usual affair when when he um, when he puts up people, he, he tends to cover the, the food and drink as well. Uh, where uh, where else in town can we use this token? Uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not really that sort of way. It's not, I mean, I don't know what you're trying to suggest. Well, where, like, where where else does 
trial and hold an account? Uh, as far as I know, just here. Oh. Yeah. I, I look so over at Quinch and goes, oh, shit, I look. <laughs> yeah, it looks like I'm going to be the GDPR. Looks like I'm going to be putting my hand deep in some pockets as well as some other things. Uh, uh, heaves a little. <laughs> um, can I get you a drink or, or anything to eat? Yes, please. Do you do, you do what, any what herbal you, teas? What have you got to eat? Oh, we have uh, a lovely meat stew. Uh, we also have a non-meat stew, which is the meat stew, but with the meat taken out of it. So water. Um, uh, well, no, it's 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 just the same God, stew. Just without some shit tongue. stew, grow it up. You see, the, a couple of us don't we, eat meat, and we right. um, fish. Oh. We can offer you fish. Mm, uh, yeah, I'm okay with fish. Thank you, Doki. Um, so you that's so that's one one fish, uh, one fish dish. I'll I'll take. This is all on the account, right? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll really, take six yeah. of the fish. Six fish, okay. Right. Um, it is usually just the one meal, though. Um, oh, we're, we're not the usual guests. Right, okay. Right, okay, well, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll divvy up the tab and, and everything and, and let Lord Dryland speak about this. I'll, 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 yeah, okay, that's fine. Um, so that's one. That's one fish uh, plus six uh, fish. Have the meat stew, please. One meat stew. I'll have the tiramisu, please. Oh, uh, I'm afraid we, we don't serve tiramisu in in Yartar. That's um, exclusively. That's, it's, we understand it's a bit of a delicacy over in the uh, in the uh, tribal town, and at that the guy that was sat in the bar just spit <laughs> in his drink, which is weird. <laughs> um, um, so we don't actually, it's, it's actually not something we, we sell in Yata. Um, I can get you a coffee though. Yeah, or uh, well, do, do you do, uh, what's it called? Uh, Africa, what's it called? Do you get the ice cream and you pour coffee on it? Um, Afogato. Yeah, that's the one. Um, we don't have that, but I could probably see if the chef will, will do something like that for you. Oh, yes, yes, and yes, that. please. Whip that up. That'd be absolutely uh, great. That's fine. And for you, my name, friend. So, sorry, excuse me. What's the chef called? Toby. Toby. <laughs> um, do you mind if I just nip round there and see him? Yeah, he's why not? Busy prepping, <laughs> he's busy prepping the carvery. <laughs> Quinch goes into the kitchen. Um, um, you, you see a rotund. You see a rotund man with a with a. Um, uh, a butcher's apron on. Oh, you can cut. Um, you can cut to the others if you want. Right. Okay. Um, double. Um, uh, do you have any chickens? We uh, yes, we do have some chickens. We've actually got a new dish on the menu uh, involving chickens. Um, it's called. We, we call them um, nuggers. Oh, that's problematic. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to change. Yeah, I'm going to instantly change that one. <laughs> maybe, maybe we will cut back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> very much, very much unintentional. It's like you could very see much the words leave your mouth and you try and sort of pull them back in. Like... Yep. Oh, God. They're dippers, mate. They're dippers. It was the instant shaking of the head for me. 
<laughs> yeah, I've got. Gnujons. Gnujons. Yeah, Gnujons sounds better, actually. Uh, yes, we do have some chicken, actually. Um, we've got a lovely new dish um, called. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Nujon. Oh, what? what? <laughs> and what does that entail? Uh, no, there's no tail. Um, it, oh, well, they can't it, be very good. Um, no, it's um, it's basically chicken, which is all mashed um, as much as you possibly can, um, and then sort of lightly fried. Mm. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, in, in a fancy town. Um, do you also have potatoes? Uh, we do have potatoes, of course. We they go into the stew. Uh, can I make a request with some potatoes? Oh, a request. Okay, yeah. Yep. We'll see if this chef got it. Yep. Oh, it's not very difficult. Um, get get a potato, smash it. Mm-hmm. Like a little mm. bit, and then reform it into little smiley faces. Oh, interesting! <laughs> what would you, uh, what would you call such a thing? Um, smiley smash potato faces. <laughs> Get some smiley smash potato faces coming right up, as well as your new John <laughs> and, and and nothing else. No, they it's would not mentioned ever. cooking them. It's just smashed raw potato. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd think they'd they'd know to to cook them, but we'll see what shows up. Uh, okay, um, so she takes all that down. She takes all that down. She uh, hands over a, a green tea, a coffee, and whatever other things um, you ordered. Um, she also hands you five um, keys to rooms that you can go mm. up. Quint Quint emerges from the kitchen at this time, and he's um, fanning his his fan, looking <laughs> a little dishevelled. Um, oh. <laughs> They're fresh out of toad in the hole. God. Okay. Um, so you sit down, and after a short while, the uh, the food comes over. Um, so there's, if I remember correctly, there was uh, one meat stew. There was seven fishes. Um, uh, whatever the fellatio, whatever it was, <laughs> um, and the chicken and potatoes. <laughs> I love that devil has the most. Basic palette. We just want chicken and chips. Like it was child. that or uh, that or biscotti hoops. <laughs> <laughs> um, and sets them down, and uh, they're pretty good. It's a pretty good meal, actually. Um, it's 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 definitely a step up from from the North Shield House. Probably a, a few steps down from the um, the pleasing platter. I don't know. The the, um, the affricato is it's it's on point. Yeah. yeah. How smiley on a scale of 1 to 10 are my smiley faces? How happy do they look? <laughs> it's just that straight face, isn't it? It's not even smiley. Uh, so you get you get um, half a dozen uh, smiley faces. Five of them very, very smiley. Sixth one looks a little bit confused. I imagine the sixth one saw what Quinch got up to with Toby. <laughs> <laughs> just a shocked face. <laughs> Is it just kind of looking out the side of its eye at the uh, at Quinch? They walked um, into the kitchen and were like, funnily enough, we have just mashed some potatoes. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> Not intentionally. Um, and yeah, so you have your meal. Very nice. Um, you get, you know, a few drinks across the evening. And uh, yeah, anything you want to do in the bar this evening or you 
crashing and, and waiting for Lord Ryland to leave. I think we should just uh, speed the process up and go to bed yeah. personally. Okay. I would have, yeah, I would have to bed. I would like to know like the percentage of this podcast that we spend just ordering breakfast. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have a lot of breakfast in. I'll have a fiddle when I got to bed with the uh, cube. When did you do it last in Tribal? Yeah. Last night, didn't you? So I'll let, I'll let you have three goes then, because obviously you've had two two days on the road. On road. Here we go. Right. Uh, three, twelve, fifteen. Three, twelve, fifteen. Lovely. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, you're moving around your, your, your cube of many colours, and it's, it's still just like in a mess, really. It's sort of just one minute you sort of think, oh, it's okay. Next minute, absolute loss. You just don't know whether you're making it better or worse, no matter what you do. Um, you go to bed. Uh, anyone else wants to do anything? No? Uh, can I train Vin? Um, you can train Vin, yeah. I'll give you... I assume you would have done it on the road as well. Yeah, just for entertainment more than anything, but if I can teach him to okay. retrieve stuff, even better. So that would be three attempt, three things on yours as well. So that's... He's up to seven. So he can do his three more nights. Um... Quinch, um, as you're laying your head down to rest... Oh, I think I'm going to get a knock at the door here. Someone's wants seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you start hearing singing again. Oh. Uh, is this... Sorry, as I'm going to sleep. As you're, so, yeah, as you're resting your head, you could just hear this very sort of like... Sort of low, very sort of fairly, I wouldn't say angelic, that's probably the wrong word, but fairly sort of like, um, sort of holy singing, I guess. Can I infer at all where this is coming from? Um, you can, uh, you're doing your perception. 13. 13. You feel like it's coming from in the room. I'm going to pick up the cube of many colours and hold that up to my ear. Is it any louder now? No. Mm. Um, let me just have a quick look at my inventory. I'll, I don't think it is coming from this, but I'll hold up the For the Love of Dogs book. <laughs> to my, to my ear. <laughs> I, I, judging from the reaction, it's probably not coming from The Love of Dogs. <laughs> Yep, you picked exactly the right item. It was, it, it, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't from the, okay. the love of dogs. Um, I don't have any other ideas, so I'll just, um, note that this has happened and I'll, I'll make, um, plans to speak to the others about it. As you're, as you're, because I assume that for some reason, I assume that the cube of many colours is all separate. I almost like a, almost like out on a bedside. Oh, table. yeah. Like yeah. You keep that separate to, to your thing. So when you go over, your bag is, sorry, your book is probably, is that kept in your bag? Yeah, absolutely. As you go close to your, your, your backpack, that's, you, you feel like the singing's coming from around that area. Um, but as you start, but as you start rooting around in your bag, the music stops. Interesting. Almost as, almost as quickly as you can. You, the rest of you have a pleasant, um, evening sleep. Um, I mean, the last, the last two nights you've spent have been camping on the road and the night before within the six windows. So this is a, a very welcome change of place. Um, it's probably the nicest place you've stayed in since you guys met. There's a collection. And um, night passes, morning comes. Quinch, are you mentioning the singing at all? Or are you? 
Uh, yeah, so I, I will indeed mention it. Um, guys, I can't remember if I mentioned this the last time it happened to me, but it's happened again, and I'm feeling somewhat uh, perturbed and, and concerned by this. I, I'm starting to hear things again. Last night I heard what I can only describe as uh, religionical singings. Uh, and and mouth noises of of the himmuf of the of the religionus um coming from my bag i couldn't quite gather exactly where it was coming from but it was very faint and it made me feel uh, it made me feel bad about my past it brought back old memories that i don't want to think on well you killed all your mates yeah the monastery are we on about here or well, they weren't my friends by that point, but uh, yes, it, it did remind me of the grievances I had in the monastery. Put your hand up if put your hand up if, if in your younger days you um, accidentally murdered all of your uh, kind of contemporaries. I noticed, um, dab, I noticed dab off that you haven't put your hand up. I noticed Greg and that you haven't put your hand up. I, I, I can't, oh. I can't really remember. I, I might no. have, I might not have. I mean, <laughs> who knows? It's interesting that Krill should uh, choose to comment on that, though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just thought we, thought we could compare stories. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, is, it, uh, is this the singing that was it? The same singing that you heard. I think it was at the North Shield House in Tribor, the night that Krill, the night that Krill bought the dogs. It, it was the same thing, yes. Dab off, are you using messaging again in your sleep? Uh, what happens in my sleep? I couldn't tell you. It stays in my sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at first, I thought it might have been Toby knocking at the door, because him and I we did unspeakable things in the in the fish last night. <laughs> there was a pile. There was a pile of pile of fish ready to be served, and he, he was he was he was passionate and and an attentive lover. Um, but uh, yeah, the, I'm glad I didn't have the fish anyway. Um, but yes, it, it clearly wasn't him because it sounded a lot a lot more holy. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in the yard, though. Um, uh, yeah. So, so Quinch, you would have, you would have got a sense that it was the same or similar you, right. you heard before. Um, probably a little louder, but okay. shorter. Nice. Okay. I think, I think, I think the singing last time went on for a little bit longer, whereas this was quite, quite short. And stuff. Um, <clears throat> as you're sitting there having your breakfast, um, the door to the tavern walks in. The door uh, walks. See... <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the door opens. Sorry, uh, the door opens, and uh, you see Lord Dryland um, and Captain Fudgerell. Um, <laughs> Crow says, oh. "Ahoy, Captain!" and waves, and he says, ah, "He's this, on this Dryland." Is... <laughs> this has got to be top of the art list, Sam. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, there are Dryland and... like, but I'm drawing Captain. Oh, draw him as Ryland. 100%. <laughs> uh, he walks over, he sort of sees you, acknowledges you, sort of throws you a little, like, like fingers to sort of say, I'll be over in a second. He walks uh, straight up. 
<laughs> Sorry, can I not use? Can we not use the word? Fi- I guess after what MJ just said, we probably can't use the word. Throws you a little finger. Yeah. The finger rolls um, on the ground, and we all stare at it suspiciously. He he heads over to the bar, um, uh, and and you can see him have a quick conversation with the, with, uh, the barmaid. And, if anyone uh, asks, I didn't order all that fish. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see him look at some paper and sort of like, just like, literally, just like, he sort of looks around at you, and uh, he he turns back and he and he pulls some money out and he and he pays it over to the bar, <laughs> and uh, he he comes over and says, uh, "Right." Um, as he walks over, I'm pretending like Quinch would do that. I'm mid conversation and go, "Yeah, so I've always been allergic to fish. It's weird since childhood." <laughs> Oh, oh, hi, Drylan. Um, so he walks over and hears that and waits for you to finish and says, well, I've just paid your bill. This had better be worth it. Thank you so much for listening to Dice and Desire. If you were... Hello. Quinch, what are you doing here? I thought I'd help out with the promo. No, Quint, no, come on. You're just going to talk about random place names that don't exist. No, I wasn't. I was going to talk to you about my adventures in Valaquanth. The very best that the Tendering Meadows has to offer. God, if you have to be here, at least read this out. Okay, what have we got here? <clears throat> Leave us a review on Apple or Podchaser. Oh, yeah, it was fine. He's pronounced Apple, but that was fine. Now read this bit. You can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search Dyson Desire. I'm actually very surprised that was all pronounced correctly. Uh, Thanks, Quinch. Thank you guys for listening. Do exactly as Quinch said and help us out in those various ways. And we look forward to sharing another episode with you very soon. It's a dark and stormy night, and you approach the bar. As the woman turns, she says, Who are you, adventurers? My name's Margaret Battlehammer. Did you want to know more about me than that? I'm a dwarf. Can you tell by my height? That's right, and I'm Jump Funding than everyone, leading Riven Lutus to the Justice-loving friends. I play drums. And I'm the leading Riven Lutus to the Justice-loving friends. Yeah, you said that already. What? It is my honour to be the near-soul vocalist <laughs> of the Justice-loving <laughs> friends. I am a grung, fled from my people due to their slaving nature. <laughs> but my name is Black. <laughs> a beautiful story, Black. And I'm Morik, the forest father. I play the pan flute. Yep. I'm tall and greeny. Morik just looking down at himself like, <laughs> I guess I'm quite furry. <laughs> the woman looks at you fully perplexed and says, uh, that's great. I only needed your names for the coffee order. <laughs> oh, just put it down under Quest Fantastic. A D&D actual play podcast. <laughs> what, what a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs>